International headquarters of the Sword of the Lord Publishers and Ministries here in downtown Murfreesboro, Tennessee, in the southern suburbs of Nashville, in the heart of Tennessee, with Tennessee and the world at heart. This is Making a Difference, and I'm Dr. Shelton Smith, and I'm so glad that you've joined us today. We look forward to getting together here every day, right here at this time, five days a week, and it's such a joy to be on this station, and I am thankful that you've joined us for the broadcast today. This week, and uh, probably next week, we're going to continue the theme as we look into this matter of being a genuine Christian. Now, I understand sometimes folks use the term and say that they're a Christian, and they may not really understand what it is that they're talking about, or they may think that everything is in place, but they have not really looked to see what it's all about in actuality. So we're talking about a Christian in the sense, really, truly, a genuine Christian. I tried to define that for you on uh, Monday, and we talked about what it is to be born again, to be saved, to be in the family of God. Then we talked about being a growing Christian. Everybody who gets saved ought to grow in the Lord. And then yesterday we talked about being grounded, being solidly grounded in the things of the Lord, learning the great principles of the Bible, and getting anchored in them. Well, today I want to talk to you about being a glowing Christian. That's glowing. I want you to see that there is something about the perspective that you have, about the spirit that you possess, and how that we ought to reflect that in our countenance, in our conduct, in everything we do. We'll talk about that momentarily. Let me remind you that in November, the 10th and the 11th of November, we'll have our Sword of the Lord Men's Conference right here at Sword of the Lord Headquarters in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. And guys, I'm telling you, this is a real special event, Friday night and about half of the day on Saturday. And I tell you, you'll be glad to have been here. It's a very, very special event. Get on the Sword of the Lord website, check it out, and I think you'll want to be here. Now, let's get right to our study today. We're talking about being a glowing Christian. You remember in John chapter 10, verse number 10, Jesus said, I am come that they might have life and that they might have it more abundantly. He's talking about something beyond the norm, something beyond what most people have. Also in 1 Corinthians 15, 58, a part of that verse says, always abounding in the work of the Lord. Not dragging our tracks through it, but doing what we do with interest, with enthusiasm, doing it with an excitement and all of that. I mean, when he talks about being abundant, when he talks about abounding, all of that is just a part of glowing as a Christian. 2 Timothy chapter 1 and verse 6 Timothy is encouraged to stir up the gift of God that is in you. And so every one of us ought to be stirred. We ought to be excited. Jesus said in Matthew 5, 16, let your light so shine. I mean, just turn the light of the Lord on in your life and let it glow. Now, when you and I talk about the matter of glowing as a Christian. We talk about the matter of demonstrating our faith warmly and excitedly. I'm reminded that uh, in the book of Philippians, for example, we're told to rejoice. And again, I say rejoice. Uh, 1 Thessalonians 5.16 says, Rejoice evermore. 
Well, here we are as a Christian. We're genuinely born again, serving the Lord, doing what we know to do. And yet uh, there are circumstances, there are discouragements, there are things that come along the way that uh, maybe are intimidating. And yet the Bible says rejoice. Now, you say in a world that is clouded with darkness, how do we maintain that spirit of rejoicing? Well, back up just a little bit. When we talk about rejoicing, remember, that's an outward expression, but it ought to reflect something that we have inwardly, and that something inwardly is joy. Remember the fruit of the Spirit, Galatians chapter 5? Let me get you to take note of that. Verse number 22, Galatians 5 says, But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness, temperance. That ninefold cluster of fruit is very, very special because it's something that the Spirit of God produces in us. When we get saved, the Spirit of God comes to live within us. I mean, in a genuine Christian. And then when you and I start growing, we allow the Spirit of God to work in our life. And whenever we get grounded, as we've already talked about, we're talking about how the Spirit of God can work in us and produce in us this ninefold cluster of fruit that I just read about here in Galatians chapter 5. Notice the second piece of that cluster is joy and the Spirit of God working in us, working to do His work in us, He produces joy, and when you and I have that inward joy, then it's possible for us to have that outward rejoicing. So joy is an inner quality, and rejoicing is an outward expression of that joy. And dear friend, when you have the fire of God burning on the inside, it'll produce a glow on the outside, thus a glowing Christian. You remember in Acts chapter 8 when the Ethiopian man, a man of royalty, a man of great position in his country, been up to Jerusalem and he was coming back, headed toward home, and he had an encounter with Philip the evangelist, and uh, they talked about Isaiah 53, and uh, Philip preached to him Jesus, and the Ethiopian trusted Christ and was baptized. Do you remember down toward the end of that account, the Bible says that the Ethiopian went on his way rejoicing. That's the key to really seeing this whole picture like we want it to be seen. Remember, that's the way that every Christian ought to function. That abundance, that abounding, it ought to be there. That joy, it ought to be there. That rejoicing should be there. Now, Ephesians chapter 5 and verse 19 talks about us singing psalms and hymns and spiritual songs. I think, again, when you have the joy in you, You'll want to sing what we sometimes refer to as the songs of Zion. You'll want to sing the great gospel songs. You'll want to sing the things that you find in the hymn book. Now, let's consider two things here. Number one, there are some things that hinder our glowing. If you have sin in your life that you're giving place to, if you have sin that you just seem to kind of want to hang on to, and uh, that's something you're doing, and you know that it's there, and you just do it, and you do it repeatedly, and you haven't dealt with it, you haven't cleaned it out yet, that sin will hinder your glowing. Not only that, but if you're running with a crowd that is not walking with God, that very likely will diminish your glowing as well. 
it's awfully difficult to try to stay buddies with a worldly crowd and at the same time go in and just let this excitement that you have in the Lord show clearly in that environment. Uh, Sometimes our glowing is hindered because we're prayerless. We do not talk to the Lord. We do not visit with the Lord. We do not have our time with the Lord like we should. And that can keep us from having the glow that we need to have in our life. Not only prayerless, but also churchless. I'm telling you, it is becoming more and more of an issue in our day that folks are saying, I can do all of this by myself. And that goes against everything that I read in the Bible. This is not something that you and I should uh, decide that we can just handle on our own. The fact is, God had an idea. He called it church. The word church means a called out assembly, an assembly, and we assemble with other believers, and that is a part of God's plan, and it's one that'll help. We'll find out that there are others who are on the same journey that we're on, and we can walk together, and we can serve together, and we can get more done together than we could ever do separately. Also, sometimes people do not have the glow, or they lose the glow, because they're skipping their Bible reading. They do not read the Bible on a regular schedule. Now, I recommend you read it every day, and several times a day if you can. Spend the time Take some time, get up a little early every morning, or stay up a little extra at night, or find a time in the day when you can read your Bible, and it's going to help you and help you to keep the glow that you ought to have in your Christian experience. Sometimes the glow is hindered because of rebellion. If you're bucking against the will of God, if you're determined to continue to live a carnal lifestyle, if you're not all that excited about growing in the Lord, that rebellion can also keep you from being a glowing Christian. And sometimes people do not glow as they ought to simply because they're untutored. They do not realize that they need to let that joy be expressed. And uh, that's a part of the reason why that I would take time today to talk about the glowing Christian. It's simply a matter of getting tutored and uh, learning to show the excitement and to do so with some energy. Now, let's turn and look what helps us. I just mentioned some things that hinders your glowing. Let's look at some helps to glowing. Well, number one, I'm going to suggest to you that you clean things up. What do you mean, clean things up? If there are things in your life that you know should not be there, don't let those things just stay there, but instead, Do what you need to do to put them aside, get confession, get yourself with the Lord and admit what you've done, admit your sin to the Lord. Remember, the Bible tells us in 1 John chapter 1 and verse 9, and don't forget, this is written to Christians, and he says, if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. If we say we have not sinned, we make him a liar, and his word is not in us. So let's not act as though that we don't have things that we need to get straightened out. And so when you want to be a glowing Christian, look within yourself, and if there are things there, clean it up. Clean it up. Don't leave all this dirty laundry and assume that everything's going to be all right. Clean it up. Uh, Secondly, let me suggest a help to glowing is make wise decisions wise choices. There are some things that uh, you ought to look at it and say, I should not go there. I should not do that. I don't need to be involved in that. There are other times when you say, there's a good idea. There's something I should do. 
and make wise choices. That means saying yes to the right things and saying no to the wrong things. Let me suggest also that you be sure that you practice your spiritual disciplines. Remember, I talked about prayer a minute ago. I talked about church a minute ago. I talked about Bible reading. All of those things are a part of the spiritual disciplines that every one of us need to have full-fledged, fully operative in our life. Practice your spiritual disciplines and do it every single time that it's due to be done. Some of it's daily, some of it's weekly, but do it and be sure that you do what you should do to keep things happening spiritually. And then let me say number four, embrace Christian assets. Embrace Christian assets. For example, you've got a Bible. When you read it, don't argue with it. When you read it, don't try to find a way to get around it. Embrace what you find in the Bible. And whenever you are in a church family and uh, you have other Christian friends there, then uh, be sure that you accept the fact that they too are on the journey. They too are trying to grow. They too are walking with the Lord. And we embrace the assets, the Christian assets that we have. And uh, let me say number five, be sure that you follow the book, the Bible, in everything. If the Bible tells you something, accept that and walk in it. Do exactly what the Bible tells you, and you will be glad that you did. Number six, talking about helps to your glowing. Avoid worldly influences. Just avoid worldly influences. Don't go to those hangouts in town where a lot of ungodly things are going on. And then, let me say number seven, there's no timeouts and there's no coasting here. If you're going to be glowing, don't say, well, it's uh, September coming and I'm going to take a month off in September. No, that's not the way to do it. We need to just stay on it day after day after day. And listen, being a genuine Christian, a growing Christian, a grounded Christian, a glowing Christian, that is the way we ought to go. And I've got some other things I want to tell you about tomorrow and into next week. So be sure to join me every day right here at this time. In the meantime, remember, I love to hear from you. So don't hesitate to write Dr. Shelton Smith at P.O. Box 1099, Murfreesboro, Tennessee, 37133. The email address is radio at swordofthelord.com. Well, until tomorrow, God bless you. Have a good rest of the day and goodbye for now.